everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This. My name is Sammy, and Valerie is not here right now. <laughs> she will be for the the bulk of the episode, but we were in such a rush when we recorded this because I had something to do after, and maybe she did too. I can't remember. I know that I did, but <laughs> we did not record the intro or very good banter. So you just get me <laughs> because, of course, I am editing this last minute. And, of course, this happens to be the time when my main laptop is in the hospital right now where all of my audio recordings of this show are. So I can't even fake it and pull uh, extras from one of the other ones that we've done because we do talk a lot. And I'm sure there would have been an extra. However, this is probably the definition of Murphy's Law. So so therefore, I am soloing it today. Uh, but I will cut it short so you don't have to listen to just me babbling on and on to myself, which is literally what I'm doing right now. And let's just get right into the episode breakdown. Season 2, Episode 2, Everybody Loves a Clown, written by John Shaban, directed by Phil Scriccia. Synopsis. A carnival of terror. A mysterious carnival clown is really an ancient Hindu cannibal called a Rakshasa. His scariest trick? Beguiling children so he can slaughter and devour their parents. <laughs> so, it's funny that you just read that uh, uh-huh. that summary. I didn't know that summary. I just watched the show. Yeah, I did too. I didn't read this until just now. And so, uh, and so when the, the when the reveal comes, uh-huh. I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> you know, I had no, I I lit, I had no idea, and yeah, and not that I had no idea, but I'm glad I didn't know. I'm glad I didn't read the summary yes. because I was thinking when I read this, I was just like, that's was really like, like not really burying the lead at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was actually surprised by that that summary. Um, because later in my notes, when the reveal happens, I'm like, oh, oh, Rakshasha. And I was like, right yeah. down and I researched it on the internet, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and I did that yeah. whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was going to say one thing about this episode is I had to watch it more than twice because mm-hmm. the first time I just kind of watched it. The second time I watched it and I was just fully engrossed mm-hmm. by it. And then the third time I went back and watched it to take notes. Um, but I was still really, um, I, I want to say the word engrossed again, but I, I really fell into this episode. I did yeah. too. And I think it's because I haven't seen these episodes in such a long time. Yeah. Cause you know, they, they play it over and over again on TNT. I think, you know, like they just start from the beginning and go to the end and then start over again, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. but I feel like whenever I happen to be watching it, you know, if I turn it on there, it's like the same seven episodes that I've seen or like the same spots, you know, the right, same seasons. Right. And I was like, I have not seen at least these episodes of season two in forever. Mm. Yeah. And it really was like, I don't, I mean, I kind of remember a couple moments, but like the, the bulk details, of this, it's yeah. like the monster, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, No exactly. idea. Yeah. And uh, again... In this episode, I think Supernatural killed it, no pun intended. Sam, uh, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, they're acting yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Moving, um, you just rode the roller coaster with them, and mm-hmm. none of it seemed forced. There's later episodes when you can kind of tell, 
you know, Sam is doing the Sam emotions. Dean is doing the Dean emotions. Yeah. And, and, and then that's okay. But Mm -hmm. in this episode, the emotions they were both playing were different from what they normally do, but they still totally compelling. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've grown as actors. And I think right now they're at that sweet spot where it's like, you want to get better and you're like really putting your all into it. Not that you're all never putting your all into it, but you know, if you're doing 15 seasons of the same characters, you know, you yeah. do kind of fall into some patterns. And it's kind of like if you're on a show, like a Broadway show or any kind of theatrical show that's just running forever and you're doing yep. eight shows a week, there is a sweet spot where you're like really in your prime of acting. Yeah. And then it does kind of become autopilot, I think, after yes. a while. Yes. Um, yeah, same thing with stage management. You know, not to throw myself in the middle of it, but it's like, yeah, the first few shows, you're excited, you're nervous, Mm -hmm. and then you start getting into the groove and you enjoy the groove. And then you're like, this is tedious now. Yes. You know, you're still going to give it your all. You're still going to do your best. Yeah. But it's like, okay. And not that it's boring, but the tedium Mm -hmm. does come in with repetition. So I I get it. But they obviously, this episode, this season, that's not the case. Sure. Yeah, they're opening strong. <laughs> yes, yes. It was another Speaking of opening episode. strong, how about that recap? <gasps> oh my god. You want to talk about engrossed. That the that recap was like one of the few I was like glued to the screen and like mouth agape. And I was like, <gasps> like the timing yeah. with the music and the oh Time. my god. Time. It was so good. <laughs> and again, real music this time. Thank you, Netflix. Yes. Um, yeah. No, it was amazing. It was amazing. And uh, it, again, leaning forward, it, it made you lean into yeah. what's this episode going to bring yes. us if that's what's already happened. Right, right. You know? And again, they're just, they're, you know, if this were on in a, in a regular TV schedule, as in it's been a week since you've seen the first one, you know, then they, they really have to drive home the pain and the heartbreak of dad's death Dad, that just yep. happened a week ago, you know, just in case yeah. he forgot like right, how much right. that sucked. You, right. Here it is again. <laughs> here it is again. Just to, you know, open up the wound, put a little bit more salt in. It wasn't yeah. quite fully closed yet. I I still had the sensation at the end of the last episode. Um, I hate to say it, but that maybe John wasn't really dead. Mm. There was something in the back of my head because they didn't hammer it home at the end of that episode. Uh-huh. I mean, yes, you know, he's he's prone on the ground, the, you know, the heart rate monitor beep, you know, that type of thing. Yes. But there's something in the back of my head that was like, he's not really dead. I have a comment about that oh. that I that came up when and this is after the the teaser, the opening teaser, where mm-hmm. we see well, let's just go right into it. Um, okay. there's a there's a family at a carnival, you know, there's lots of fun things going around. This little girl who looks to be about like nine, ten, eleven, I'm not sure. I'm bad with kid <laughs> 16, ages. 17? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she looks to be about twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's like obsessed with clowns. The guy, the dad is saying like, oh, clowns creep me out. Um, <laughs> Thank you, dad. Yes. Right there yes. with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this episode doesn't help that. <laughs> no. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. So then she sees like off in the distance, another clown gets really excited about Oh, look, another clown at a carnival where there are clowns everywhere. And then he kind of. He kind of disappears, you know, and parents are like, ha ha, you're just trying to say your dad. 
I was just oh. doing the wave. No, I was doing the clown oh, okay. wave. That creepy, like, he does this, like, because she waves at him, like, hi, clown. Yeah, yeah. And he, like, slowly picks up his hand and does this, like, creepy, yes. hello, little girl. Yeah. <laughs> wave. Yeah. We see them driving home from the carnival at night. On the side of the road, the little girl sees that clown again. Yes, doing that creepy slow wave. <laughs> uh-huh. Points him out, but then the parents don't see him in time, of course, because that's how again. it always is. Yep. And then at home, she looks out the window and sees him standing in her yard, waving. <laughs> and she goes downstairs, waves at him through the glass window, and decides to let him in the house. Yeah. I'm like, what? I, I don't, you know, I, I want to say that maybe these kids and clowns are like me and dogs. You know, like <laughs> you see a dog and you're like, come here. I want to, you know, and it's like, I want to play with you. You know, oh, 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 you're growling. Well, here, come slowly then. I will try again, you know, until you actually bite me. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I can think about. What would compel a child to open a door to a person that they don't right. know? A stranger. And this is my yes. thing. This is like this girl, why I mentioned she looks to be about like 9 or 10 oh. or 11. She's old enough to know, don't let strangers in the house. Exactly. Exactly. But I think, um, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, and they don't ever mention this as a thing, but I feel like maybe he has like some sort of magic pull See, with them. I thought that too, because I... I I didn't want to go there, which is why I did the comparison to me and dogs, uh-huh. um, because they don't hint at there being any type of uh, spell or hip, you know, no hypnosis. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing that compels them to do it, except that they're children. Yeah. And don't know any better. And kids love clowns, except for the uh, funhouse boy who initially yeah. is like, he's yeah. not a clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that was just me, like, trying to explain I, it to myself because I was just like, no, no way. Yeah. That, See, that I, girl yeah. at that age would not just let somebody in the house. Yeah. I, I said the exact same thing to myself, but I also talked myself out of some of those things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just want to say, though, that this clown is uh, – they did such a good job in making him – somewhat compelling to kids who don't understand let's say a psychotic killer clown right um and adults who if they saw this would be like uh <laughs> yeah uh, no no we're going this way away from that yes. yes his makeup was he had clown makeup but it wasn't overly silly it Mm-mm. had a sinister look to it mm-hmm. but it was still a smile painted on his face Yes. Um, his outfit wasn't super bright and charming it was mm-hmm. just a like ragtag not dirty, but just old-looking clown outfit. Yeah. You know, he had yeah. the red hair and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that was fun. But Yeah. So I thought I just thought they did a great job in making this clown. Could he or couldn't he, you know? Could right. he be a killer or maybe he's just a, a sad clown? Okay, so the last scene we see right before the title screen pops up is a little girl <laughs> opening the door, you know, giving a, here, come here. And then the clown takes her hand and she leads him inside. So then after the title screen, we see dad's burial his hunter burial which is traditionally you know just like you know wrapping them up putting them on a pyre and burning their body so they do not come back as ghosts yes so they don't have to salt and burn his bones later (laughs) right right 
Um, yeah, total and, hunter's funeral. Yeah. Yes. And I wrote here, you know, since the boys are just like torn, you know, in yeah. their own way. It's like, <laughs> this is a spoiler alert for future seasons of Supernatural. This is when death used to mean something on this show. And I think that's why you thought, oh, he's not dead yet. He's going to come back. Exactly. Because later on, no one really stays dead. (laughs) 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 And it becomes a running joke. Right. But I think that's why I thought that. Because just in general, the supernatural realm of things is how many times does somebody die? Right, and and it was only in the first few seasons that if someone died, then they stayed dead. But then yep. they changed even that later on, you know, with with some people. Right, and then they so, but then they flipped the script again because then you got used to somebody or a character dying, and you're like, oh well, they're not really dead; they're going to come back. And then yeah, they didn't yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah. And you're like, no. Yeah, it wasn't until episodes later until you know you're like, oh, they really did kill them. Oh all. yeah. So you got used to people coming back. You're like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. And then it wasn't fine. So yeah. thank you, Supernatural, yeah. for <laughs> yeah. So at the at the funeral at the pyre, both Dean and Sam are mourning in their own ways. They're mm-hmm. they're standing next to each other, but they are clearly in separate worlds, staring into the flames of you know the the cremation. And Sam is is visibly and vocally upset. You know why? You know why did this happen? Looking for answers. Mm-hmm. You know did. And he, he turns to, to Dean and says, did dad say anything to you before he died? And Dean, who's just being quiet and just staring into the flames, eventually says, no, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. And a like solitary tear mm-hmm. wells up in his eye and just like slides down his face. Yes. A single um, man tear, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yes. So even though he's not outwardly, you know, mourning or, or bemoaning the loss of his dad to Sam. he's not reaching out to sam at all he is like psh, closed off yeah. but still he can't hold back tears you know as yeah. manly as dean is i would say dean was being stoic you know sam was um you know choked up dean was being very stoic and i couldn't tell if he was being stoic because he's dean or was he stoic to uh um protect sam you know, I don't know. what I th- was going on? I could see stoic, but I could also see anger. You yeah. know, like he was just like angry at dad for whatever it is. Because they don't know what went on. Right. You know, right. But also, what did John say to Dean? You know, and is that playing that in too. his head too? Right. Yes. Because yeah. we don't know. What is None this of mystery? us except Dean knows what John had said. Yep. Okay. So then we cut to a week later. Um, the boys are at Bobby's in their yep. salvage yard. Dean is putting all of his energy into fixing up the car. Which looks pretty good compared to yeah. last time we saw it. I mean, it's still in pieces, but definitely looks a lot better. Yeah, he did a lot of work in a week. Um, yep. You know, Sam comes up, you know, she's like, can, can I help you with anything? And then it immediately leads to arguing. <laughs> Another fight, yeah. I love, though, that they're in Bobby's junkyard, and I just want to point out that you can hear dogs barking or a dog barking. So I'm just going to say it's Rumsfeld. He wasn't killed by Meg. That's my two Oh, okay. Because I hate it when, when animals are killed off on shows. <laughs> <laughs> so in the midst of this arguing, you know, Dean mentions, like, we don't even have anything, any leads, and... Sam's like, well, actually, maybe we do have something. He's cracked one of dad's old phones 
voicemail passwords, and there is a message from a woman named Ellen. I, I love that it's one of dad's old phones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and that's a hunter thing. You have yeah. multiple, multiple phones. And that yes. just kind of cracked me up. I, it, you know, it was just kind of a slip in, you know, one of dad's phones. Yeah. How many phones did he go through before he found this one message? You know? right. So Sam's been working. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sorry. So it was a four month old message from, yeah, this woman named Ellen. And mm-hmm. Dean's like, dad saved a message from one girl, one woman for four mm-hmm. months. You know, right. What, you know, why? Let's let's look yeah. into it. Yes. So off they go because Sam has tracked down the address from the phone number um, and they borrow a pretty bitchin' van from Bobby that <laughs> Dean is very excited about driving. <laughs> it's even got like the fake wood paneling, the oh, squeaky yeah. fan belt. And even I love the fact that the radio is playing like some sappy old <laughs> <Yeah>. song. It's like <laughs> everything about it is just the anti-Dean. <laughs> yes. It was God, not, it was um, not rock. mullet rock. No. <laughs> oh, God, that cracked me up. Although I love that van. I was like, I would drive that van. Well, you know, I know exactly how Dan, uh, Dan, Dan, Dean feels about the van. <laughs> Sorry, I just got my words together. Because when I was a senior in high school, I asked my folks if I could drive to school instead of walk because I was close enough to walk. Uh-huh. Um, and they said, sure. I was like, yay. And like dad tossed me the keys to the minivan and not <laughs> to the sports car. And I was like, oh. Well, if I have to drive the <laughs> the Astro van to school, right. the, the Rutro Rastro van, I was like, eh, maybe I'll just keep walking to school. <laughs> okay, so then they pull up to the Roadhouse. The Roadhouse, yay! Yay! So the reason we say yay is because as as we learn as the episodes go on, it's a it turns out to be like a watering hole for hunters, mm-hmm. you know, among other people. Yeah, um, it kind of becomes a, a little home base. Yeah, as uh, as the season goes on, so they get there though. There's nobody there. Yeah, and so they pick the locks. Of yeah, I, was, I asked, I was like, did they just break in? <laughs> they they did. Spot. He's like, do you got the things? He, Sam's like, yeah, of course. And he tosses him the lock pick kit. Yeah, the lock pick kit. And uh, and Dean like Jimmy's open the door, and they go into this roadhouse, which seems deserted, but it's clean. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's just nobody there. And I love that they're standing there in the doorway looking around and like there's a bug zapper <laughs> in the side of yeah. like side of the room. Inside. And, like, goes, inside. But it like goes <laughs> like it caught a bug and both Dean and Sam are like. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, OK, let's keep looking. So they split up to go see if there's anybody. in. The- <laughs> yes. The and they do. They do find somebody passed out <laughs> on top of the pool table. Like, just, like he's he, like he's contorted. He's, he's like yes. sleeping half on his arm, and <laughs> he totally looks like dead, or like he's just like been like just knocked like, out by the pool yeah. stick, and he left him he there, just flumped on the table. Yeah. yeah, they're like this. This clearly is not Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so then oh. Sam goes off into a different room to look for somebody, and Dean is there, but lo and behold, you know someone has caught him. And he feels a little pokey poke in the back. And uh, here's the, she cocks it, right? Of a gun. Yeah. 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 And he's like, I, I, he's like, I hope that's a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out there's a, a pretty girl at the end of that mm-hmm. rifle saying, I'm just really happy to see you. Yeah. And then Dean proceeds to mansplain to her that, while she's got a rifle in his back. That is exactly what I wrote. 
You wrote mansplain? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. Dean starts to mansplain right before this cute blonde chick just clocks him in the face. He spins around and like takes the gun from her, unloads it. Like, that's why you don't keep a gun. You yeah, know, it's like you, you really shouldn't poke, you know, hold a rifle right next to someone's back because it makes it really easy to do this. <laughs> and then she just straight <laughs> punches him in the nose and takes it right, right back. <laughs> Oh my god! It, and he looks so stunned. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, so clearly, he wasn't threatened by you know this girl holding a gun because he just disarms her, uh-huh. and then she punches him so hard that yeah. he can't see. He's like, yeah. I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls out for Sam. He's like, Sam, a little help, <laughs> a little help with this little blonde girl. Yeah. And uh, and Sam's like, Sorry, can't help you. I'm a little tied up myself Mm -hmm. and he's like he's marched into the room with his hands over his head and there's ellen holding Mm -hmm. like a giant revolver (laughs) at his head and uh, that's when ellen says oh sam dean winchester yeah (laughs) (laughs) winchester boys and so ta-da it's like oh okay Okay. everything's fine everything's fine uh and, you know, I'm Alan. This is my daughter, Joe. We knew or we know John. John must have sent you here mm-hmm. uh, to help. You know, she figures out that John didn't send them. Yes. And then they have this uh, sad moment about John didn't make it. John was killed by the demon before he could get the demon. Yeah. And uh, and it shows this um, uh, like a mini relationship that Sam and Dean don't know about that. Ellen clearly knew more about john mm-hmm. than anyone should at least about him being a hunter and the demon so he was i mean this is a recent relationship like i'm mean, right. not just like an old old relationship but something mm-hmm. that's been you know up until four months ago they were in each other's space right and she also says like oh i know how close you were with your dad um yeah. because dean did not know about ellen so she wasn't that close to him because right. Dean probably would have met her during their hunting travels at some point. Right. So, but also John is kind of a secretive guy. You know, there's right. a lot of things that he just decided not to tell his kids. Yeah, I mean, so. John wrote about other hunters in his journal. Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. how Sam and Dean found all those other people to help in previous episodes was through the yeah. journal. But we find out that Ellen wasn't mentioned in the journal. No. At all. And nor did John actually speak about her around Sam and Dean. So who, right. who is she? What is she? What was she to, to John? Right. And that comes up later, too. You know, it seems like he had at least reined her in for help for this demon yes. thing. For right. the big demon. Um, and she doesn't really quite know much now. But she does mention, oh, but Ash probably can. Right, and we can't s- help you, but Ash can. Yes. So then they <laughs> scream for Ash, and then the, the crumpled up guy on the pool table <laughs> he, he rouses from a dead sleep. <laughs> and he, like, whips his head around, like, what, what, what? And he yeah. to display this amazing mullet. I mean, the yes. mullet of mullets. I will say um, that's a pretty handsome mullet as far as mullets go. Yes. Do you remember there was a website that was like, rate your, your mulletude? Did you ever? (laughs) There used to be a website that you could rate people's mullets, the mulletude. Oh, boy. Um, boy. And that was was hysterical. So the introduction of Ash, um, Mm -hmm. 
Ash is an actor named Chad Lindbergh. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just has one of those faces where I was like, I recognize him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he was on Sneaky Pete, which I loved. Was a, a, it was a Netflix show. He was on NCIS. He was on CSI New York. And for you, Sammy, he was, he was on, on SVU. SVU. Yes, yes, he was. And he also did a stint on Buffy. Um, oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> see, he's got that face. Now yes. that you see it, you're like, of course. I totally No, remember. but I remember when I was watching that episode, because it's in one of the earlier seasons when she's still in high school. Yep. Um, I remember seeing him and I'm like, oh, that's that's Ash. Because <laughs> yeah. I think I, I started watching Buffy after I had started watching after Supernatural. Supernatural. Oh, okay. So I I I I love him as Ash. Mm. I, I think this is yeah. this is such a great character. Um Ellen is played by Samantha Ferris. Yes. I know her from, drumroll, Stargate SG-1. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, now I might be saying her name wrong. Is it Alona or is That's it how Alana? It's, it's spelled Alona, Alona but I, I do not know how to pronounce it. Okay. She was on Veronica Mars, which I, <laughs> which I didn't watch. Um, but I saw a I lot of either. fan, a lot of fan notes were about Veronica mm, Mars. Um, mm. uh, but she was on Burn Notice, which was a show I used to watch. Oh yeah, um, my best friend used to watch that show a lot. Yeah, that was a good show. So um, I just wanted to point, just do highlight those three people because they do. Yes. they are amazing characters yes. in the supernatural journey. Absolutely. So, yeah, Ash is now the humor. So we've gone from the sad, you know, dad dying question uh-huh. marks. Enter Ash <laughs> to lift yes. Yes. the spirits <laughs> with his quirky mullet. And yes, and, and apparently he's a genius. But right, Dan, they, I keep calling Dean Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Dean are are doubtful. But, yeah, yeah, like, they're like, guy, uh, he's like a, a Leonard Skinner roadie region. <laughs> you know, and Ash is like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they hand over like a huge file folder of dad's research, which Ash like opens it up. He takes a look at it. He recognizes it for what it is like right away. You know, he's just like, man, there's no one, there's nobody who can do it like this. You know, this is like statistical research, parametrical patterns. I have no idea if those are the words he says, but you know. (laughs) Close enough. Yeah, he's like, nobody, nobody can do this. This is not just a year's worth of of research. No one can compile like this. And, you know, Dean's like, dad did. Yeah. Dad did it. So. Yeah. Which shows how obsessed John really was. You know, if Ash the genius is like, nobody can do this. Yep. And so Ash is like, all right, well, I'll, I'll look through this and see what I can do. I need 51 hours to, to have something for you. <laughs> and, you, you know, and he starts to walk off. And <laughs> Dean and Sam are kind of like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. just happened? But Dean, cool. Like, he's like, hey, man, love the hair. <laughs> the business business in front, the front, party in the party back. in the back. Yes, I I don't know if that was a wig or not, or you know, um, a fall, a fall. But I was like, well done. He must have loved it the second they put that on him because yep. he was working it all the time. Yep, yep. So I just wanted to point out that while uh, you know this is all happening in the bar, um, you know, Ellen and Joe are going about doing like bar prepping things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Ellen is refilling all the salt shakers. I just wanted mm-hmm. to point out the irony of 
of her, like she had a giant pitcher of salt that she was pouring into uh, the salt shakers. I just I thought that was a cute little like nod to, you know, salt. Hunter things. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So they're drinking at the bar. You know, Sam spots a folder that's right next to Ellen's police scanner. And mm-hmm. Dean spots Joe's ass as she's walking away. <laughs> and off he goes to follow that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then off Sam goes, you know, with the, with the yeah. I with guess the it's folder. like a cold case. Yeah, a murder, a murder. Case. Yeah, so they're, they're assumedly discussing it while Dean, you know, goes to talk to Joe. And he tries to hit on her. Mm-hmm. You know, he tries to even be like, oh, we got 51 hours. Maybe we could... And you know what? His heart is just not in just, his horn dogging. Yeah, he, sto- he stops himself. Yeah. And I, I was like, it's kind of sad, but at the same time, I was like, yay. You know, <laughs> and, but he says it. He's like, it's not the right place. It's not the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, so he knows it. And he yes. also knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, and Joe knows who she who he is because she says like, you know, most hunters, you know, they'd be trying to get in my pants like with a pizza and a and and led zeppelin (laughs) yeah something like that (laughs) and he's like what a bunch of scumbags (laughs) (laughs) and she's like but not you and then this look that she gives him it's just like you Uh, can't fool me and then he looks like so like he's like ashamed uh, maybe i don't know it was because he just described himself you know she gave it back to him she's like yeah yeah. (laughs) now i I think this was maybe Ellen and Joe were kind of a response to Dean's giant horn dog journey mm. in season one. Yeah. This is just a hypothetical situation on my part. I have zero idea. I did not do any research on this. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, once this, the first season of Supernatural made its way into the world and they realized how many female fans that they had in this show... That maybe they did some rethinking, you know, and said, yeah. okay, maybe we got to, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but like, give something to the female fans, you know, like, oh, here's a bone for you, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But they may the, not have been that cut and dry about it, but right. because the characters they gave us are amazing. Right. You know, they're not just throw us a bone characters. No. So, um, yes, but that's all I'll say is yes, but. Yes. I, yes. I agree with you. I, think I most think most of the other women that they've put in the show in the first season through. were like, yeah, just like, eh, not yeah. very well-rounded, not that interesting, with the exception of a few, but... Right. Um, but but definitely were- definitely no women, like, role models, I guess, for the boys, you know? Yeah. Like, there's Dad, there's Bobby, there's... Well, I guess that's kind of it for the first season, but... <laughs> um, Sam calls Dean over, and... He has volunteered themselves to go check out this case that Ellen had uh, sitting around because they have time to kill. (laughs) They have 51 hours. Yeah, so now they're back in the car and they're Mm -hmm. driving to wherever this this, uh, incident is where the the murders have been happening and they're discussing what it is. Yes. So that reminds me, we forgot to do our map quest moment, which these murders are being taken place in Medford, Wisconsin. Right. That is way north. Yeah, that is way is that, north Wisconsin, and that is, is that anywhere near? near... Nope, nowhere near my family. Nowhere near anything that we've ever done. Um, if I made it up there, it would have been by a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's I, I when I, I looked it up on online and the picture they have with um, Google Maps, it looks mm-hmm. like the saddest, dilapidated, rundown town. Oh, I was no. like, why would you choose this picture <laughs> to use as a, you know, <laughs> to mo- promote welcome your town. to Medford? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, maybe maybe the writers were onto something. I also have never been there. I've never been to Wisconsin, I don't think. So they're on their way to Medford, Wisconsin. They're talking about the murders. Um. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm giggling for a number of reasons. One is the fact that they mentioned that it's potentially a killer clown. That the, the, the kids... Of the the surviving children of these murder uh, victims say that it was a clown, and the realization yeah. between Sam and Dean is like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, killer clowns. Um, that and the fact that uh, in the outtakes that they can't remember, they can't. It's not just killer clowns; it's like a killer clown apocalypse or something. They can never get mm-hmm. their their mouths around what this clown is. Not oh. Just <laughs> But yeah, so it turns out these uh, the children say that it's clowns that killed the parents but left the children yeah. to, uh, to live. And then the clown vanished into thin air. Yes. So that was a, a big a big point. And of course, Dean <laughs> kind of has this knowing smile and he looks at Sam. He's like, I bet you're thinking, why did it have to be clowns? <laughs> Which is a total reference Indiana to Indiana Jones. Jones. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I didn't make that up. I mean, I didn't just reach reach out. For no, that no, one. no, no, no. Um, but uh, so it turns out, Sam has a fear of clowns. Yes. <laughs> and like, and and Dean pokes at that, and Sam pushes back. He's like, "Well, at least I'm not afraid to fly." Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey." Planes crash. I'm legit with that fear. You right. know? And Sam says, well, apparently clowns kill. <laughs> so therefore, I right. am legit. He also mentions, because Dean is like, this is unlike you to just like want to go do a case. Right. And Sam is like, well, this is what dad would have wanted us to do, which takes Dean by surprise. And honestly, no. the audience by surprise, I think. Yeah. You know. Why would he want to do something? Like he's he been just so spent the first season dad. like fighting for dad. You know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> but Dean leaves it alone for a minute. He just kind of looks at him and is like, okay. Yeah. And they still have no idea what they're actually going for. No. You know? And they're like, great. This is going to be some like paranormal scavenger hunt. Cause they're thinking that it's an item, that it's a cursed object or something that is traveling around. Right. Uh, right. That something is attached to that's causing yes. these clowns to appear in people's houses and kill the parents yes because the carnival travels around and therefore it has to be something that also travels around it's not like a a gravesite or a specific house or anything because it could be anywhere that the carnival is which is not stationary right (laughs) i want to point out while this whole scene while they're in the car in the minivan they are either on the worst road or that car has the worst shocks because the movement (laughs) <laughs> um, of like the camera making it look like they're you know kind of going up and down bumps and turns and I was like oh my god <laughs> I mean I would be car sick if I if my car moved that much on a straight road <laughs> you know because it's like <laughs> so I was actually like the camera mo- motion I was like stop that's too much <laughs> yes we know yeah. that they're actually parked on a sound stage <laughs> you know and there's like grips pushing the car but come on <laughs> Or they were being, like, towed along. Sometimes they do that, too. Like, a tow truck will will drive them. So they could have. Because my Ford Ranger was really 
shaky like that. So cut to back at the carnival. Uh, another family or a, a father and his little boy who's, you know, unimpressed by the whole thing, just playing like his Nintendo DS or Game Boy He's or whatever. He's playing Donkey Kong. He's playing Donkey Kong. I recognize Like old school the sound. Donkey Kong? Yep. Oh, okay. I totally recognize the sound. I was addicted <laughs> to that game. I mean, it's, I was addicted to the new one, the Donkey Kong Country from Super Nintendo. That's like my favorite oh. video game ever. But I never really got to play original in it. So they're in this thing called The Fun House, which is just a giant black room filled with black <laughs> like, light things or neon like glow in the dark thing. things yep. doors it's a maze it's very reminiscent of the old haunted house that i used to work in when i was in the clown house because it was just like fully painted black and there was just a bunch of neon black light stuff everywhere <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a maze like that but but the overall feel and, of course, the circus music playing in the background oh, was... Calliope music just drives me crazy. <laughs> um, it was just like, ah, oh, memories. Yeah, there's like um, jars of like embryos heads, and things. heads and, you know, scary Yeah, stuff typical and- haunted house type of stuff, which is an interesting... Yep. It's interesting that they call this thing a fun house. Fun house. <laughs> but everything in it was creepy and scary. Yes. Like, there's a like a, a devil that kind of leans forward like a devil doll that like leans forward and is like wow mm-hmm. the dad yeah. is scared by it <laughs> yes know? the kids this just kid like, no. like just, just does not care Brian. but then he's he like, looks up and he sees through one of the mirrors or the windows or whatever that clown again uh-huh. who's just like kind of leaning over him does the slow creepy wave that yeah. kid is not nearly as happy to see that clown as the previous <laughs> the girl Looks away and then looks back and the clown is gone. And it's just right. like those heads and jars thing. And he's like looking and he looks scared, this little boy. And, you know, his dad is like, what's up? And he's like, I, I, saw, I saw a clown. A clown. <laughs> and the dad says, don't worry. Clowns are nothing to be afraid of. They're our Clowns friends. are our friends. Kid doesn't look convinced. And as they walk out of the funhouse, the, the Donkey Kong game mm-hmm. makes the like you died sound. So like oh, Mario do, do, got do, do, killed. Do, 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 do. Yep. Yeah. Basically, like you know, if it was Pac Man, it would be like, bow, 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 you know. But yeah. it, it was the Donkey Kong. You died, and I was like, oh, that's not foreshadowing at all. No. No. But yes, clowns okay. are your friend. Eesh yes. is what I wrote. Eesh. Yes. <laughs> Cut two. It's nighttime <laughs> in this house. The little boy wakes up his father and just says, like, you were right. Clowns are our friends, and. <laughs> this little boy has like a really creepy smile on his face. He's, like, He's just like, "You were right, um, Daddy." <laughs> yes, and Dad sees you know little boy holding this clown's hand, Ugh. and this clown is just like does that creepy like smile at him. Yes, and then you hear the dad like start to scream, yeah. but you don't hear the rest of it. You just hear him go, <gasps> you know. Yeah. And- but Cut. yeah, it was just this weird camera shot to go from the dad who's like woken up in the middle of the night. So he's kind uh-huh. of blurry. You go from his face, you see his eyeline travel to his little boy's hand. You see the clown's hand and then the camera travels up the clown's arm to his face. And that's when you see the clown like do that smile, uh-huh. you know, which is, again, just a smile on his face that accentuates the clown makeup. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then you just see the dad go. And yeah, it is really terrifying. So this little boy. Also let the clown in the house, but I could understand why he would. Because <laughs> he's like yeah. four or five, you know, so he'd be like, oh, he's boy. Like, yeah, exactly. He was definitely a younger, younger kid. Yeah. So then Sam and Dean are inside of the carnival. 
there's police there, obviously, from the murder from the night before. Right. And then they learn about the murder from the night before, and they start talking about it. Um, <laughs> and Sam, clearly uncomfortable just being at the carnival. Yes. yes. <laughs> he is clearly, he's like, I know there's going to be clowns here. You know, you yes. can just see that on his face. So clearly uncomfortable just being there. Yes. <laughs> well, even like one like walks by him, like a little person clown. It was not even like fully in clown getup, just like I an think- outfit. Uh-huh. But she stares you know, at him. She does. Yeah. She just kind of like looks at him. Because <laughs> he's like nine feet tall. <laughs> She's like, whatever. But she doesn't even have like clown makeup on or anything. It's just kind of a clown-ish kind of outfit. Right. Yep. That, and of course, that's when Dean comes by and it's just like, oh, did you get her number? <laughs> Dean. But yes, but then reveals like, oh, there were two more murders last night. Again, the same thing. Little boy was left alive, says it was a clown. He disappeared or, or something like that. But no, Sam yeah. says like, oh, and then the little boy fingers the clown. <laughs> <laughs> Dean stops. He's I, I totally it stops in my head. for like a full like two minutes and I was like <laughs> phrasing, phrasing. <laughs> yes that's exactly what I thought I was like where's Archer going right. phrasing <laughs> yes just enough of a pause <laughs> it's a huge pause <laughs> and they don't even acknowledge it really it's just the no. pause and Dean, Dean's face <laughs> like, <laughs> like did you really you know just what? say that I'm not even going to touch that that because it's too easy. (laughs) So while they're trying to figure out how are they going to like get into this carnival to do the things that they need to do, which is like search for EMF and for other clues Mm -hmm. and things like that, they notice a help wanted sign um, on the wall. So then they go into a tent and there's a guy (laughs) there like throwing knives at a wall. And Dina's like, hey, have you seen Jay Cooper? The owner of the carnival. Yeah, the, the, the help wanted sign says... Yeah, ask for Jay, yeah. So then this guy, like, turns around. And he's like, is that some sort of a joke? Turns out he's blind. <laughs> a blind knife thrower. Of course he <laughs> hasn't seen Jay Cooper. <laughs> which then hilarity like, ensues with right, Dean putting his foot in his mouth. I wish I could see. Don't you think <laughs> I would want to see Mr. Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> Dean's like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Tries and to back enter, it up. Yeah, enter in another little person, you know, who's just like, what's going on here? And Dean is just like, nothing. It's just a little misunderstanding. Would you? Get? He's just like little, he, little. Yeah, but he he doesn't know that it's a little person standing behind him. So when when he when the guy's like little, Dean turns around and again, camera shot from Dean's eyes down to a little person. Oh, <laughs> he's like, no, no. I, Sam is loving this. Like, he, uh, Dean even asks for help, and Sam's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Dean just like, <laughs> can someone tell me where Mr. Cooper is? Yeah. Cut to. <laughs> yes. Cut to. They go, they find his office, apparently. You know, Jay Cooper says, please sit down. They notice two chairs there. One is a normal chair, and one is in the shape of a clown, like a clown throne, clown chair. I don't know. But then they literally race to get to the normal one. (laughs) (laughs) Sam loses. So poor Sam, you know, Freddy Cat of Clowns, has to make himself comfortable on the clown chair. Uh, So then the carnival manager, you know, he's asking them, you know, job-related questions, saying, oh, you know, how long have you been in the circuit? And they kind of spout out some bullshit, like, oh, you know, a few years, you know, we did a little bit of of everything. A little bit of everything, yeah. And he can see right through that. He's like, (laughs) 
It's like you guys have never been to, a, you've never worked a show before in your life. Yeah. So what do you really want? Right. So then they say, okay, fair, but we really need the work. Listen, this place is like a refuge for outcasts. You know, my father started this carnival, you know, however many years ago. There's a photo of him in the background who looks yep. just like him. You know, before it was outlawed and then all these people who were doing honest work were then left to suffer in asylums and hospitals. So now it is a refuge for, for outcasts. You know, this is the way that they can live their life and make an honest living. But you guys, you know, you look <laughs> pretty normal, if not handsome, you know. It's just like, you go back to... <laughs> Go back to school, have 2.5 kids, kids, <laughs> whatever that is supposed to mean. Live, yeah, live a normal life. And then Sam, you know, he really sells it. He's like, no, we don't want to go back to school, man. This is what we want. I guess they get the job because uh, yes. as they're walking outside, Dean's like, so was that I don't want to go back to school? Was that you saying that, Sam, or was that you saying that so we could get the job? And mm -hmm. Sam says, I actually don't know. Yeah. It's like, I, I just don't know if I want to go back to school anymore. So I don't know. And again, it says, it's like, you know, I just don't know if, you know, this is what dad would have wanted or something along those lines. Yep. And that's when Dean kind of snaps at that. He's just like, what, what do you mean? Why do you all of a sudden care about like what dad would have wanted? You know, the discussion kind of stops there for the time being. Yep. They just get to work. They're trash pickers. <laughs> yes. Yes. While he's picking trash, you know, he's got an earbud in, but it's connected to uh, another Walkman style of EMF. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that he, like, opens his jacket. And he's, like, being real surreptitious. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. Nope, no EMF here. Decides to go into the fun house. There's some really cool mirrors in there for a fun house. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's actually a really cool-looking fun house. It is. Compared to ones that I ever went through, which are just, like, you know, mirrors and slanty and, floors. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And the mirrors are just like slightly warped. So they were mm -hmm. like, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. This part of it did at least. Gets spooked a little bit by some things and then gets really spooked by a skeleton that like drops down <laughs> from the ceiling in a noose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he is in the same room uh, where the little boy saw the clown. Yes, because uh, we saw the, the, the jars. Of jars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yes, he is. And he takes, he has, he kind of like, after the skeleton drops, he's kind of like, you know, get a grip. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then just, you know, passes the EMF through it and nothing's going off. Nothing. So he calls Dean to update mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And Dean's like, wow, you sound like you saw a clown. <laughs> uh, and so, and Sam's like, all right, not a clown, but I did see a skeleton. Dean's like, ooh, a real skeleton? Mm -hmm. you know? Maybe this is what it is. And it's like, no, yeah. there was no EMF. In the fun house. That's but then Sam does have the idea. It's like, maybe... Something about human bones, right? The spirit is attaching itself to human bones somewhere. Yeah. Maybe there was something traveling in the in the carnival. Oh, you know? right. So yes, I like in know. a in a trunk or in a. But so, but ahead. then Dean get Dean gets stopped by the blind man because, of course, he has supersonic hearing. Yeah, um, but you know, who, he also reached out and grabbed Dean's arm and spun him around. Like, hey, what mm, are you guys doing? I was like, oh, that was pretty precise. Yeah. That, you know, so not just hearing, I'm going to say. Yeah. But yes, even Dean's like, wow, really great hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, you're talking about EMF. What's EMF? Yeah, what are you talking about human bones about? Yeah, yeah. So then Dean, he, he like tells a half truth almost. He's like, you know, are you interested in, in ghosts? Ghost stories? Yeah. 
because my brother and I are writing a book about them, which that, you know, of course is not true. But apparently there's also a conversation that happens off screen that we don't see. Like that, right. co- that conversation continues, even though we've moved on to the next moment in the, uh, in the episode. Yes. So the next thing we see is another little girl. It's still at the carnival. Mm-hmm. Uh, another little girl who does the same thing. Look, a clown. And of mm-hmm. course, her mom doesn't see it. Yeah. And she's like, eh, come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they start to leave. I just want to point out the little, she was wearing a gorilla, a stuffed animal gorilla. And I thought it was so cute. It was like, it was like the arms were kind of like Velcroed around her. Oh, girl okay. Just like, it was almost like a backpack, but it wasn't. I was oh, like, I that's see. so cute. It just reminded me of like when you're, when you're little, if you got to get something like a, a stuffy or a toy, if you won the goldfish or something, mm-hmm, it always mm-hmm. meant so, so much to you in that moment. I was like, yeah. oh, she must be, that little girl must be so happy right now. She's got her pink gorilla. She's <laughs> got her mom. She saw a clown. Right, right. So wait, wait, the boys see this moment happening. You know, they see like the girl pointing out the clown, it not yep. being there, and then they go off. Of course, they go off and follow them and stalk the house. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they have another little bickering moment in the car, but it's about Mm -hmm. the clown, you know, clown, clown, clown. And one of the best lines in this episode is Dean says, Mm -hmm. I can't believe we're still talking about clowns. Yeah. And just just the way he said that in total exasperation of all the things that they could be fighting about. He's like, what what lives are we living that we're still talking about? about clowns. Hours later, it seems as like Dean is passed out in the car. A light goes on inside the house. We see the little girl, like, walking across the living room. She's going to go let the clown in. Yes. They somehow get in the house before... (laughs) Before the clown does? Yeah. Because they see the little girl, like, or the camera sees the little girl uh, looking at the clown through a glass door, opens it up, says, want to come inside and play, takes him by the hand, brings him in the house, but Sam and Dean are there lying in wait for him. Right. So... I, I don't know how that happened. Magic. <laughs> yes, movie magic. Movie magic. Uh, so Sam and Dean are now in the house, laying in wait for clown and little girl to come in. Sam grabs the little girl away from the clown, and Dean shoots the clown, mm-hmm. like, twice with yeah. rock salt. Yeah. And boom, the clown goes down, which, not what we were expecting it to do. Right. We were expecting it to, like, vaporize, you yes. know, the way that other spirits have. Yes. Um, but he doesn't. Doesn't. And he, he falls down. He gets back up. And then he does this wispy thing. Like he kind of mm-hmm. like disappears, but on route of disappearing, it yeah. breaks the wi- the glass window. And knocks down a plant. Yes. Yes. So he's definitely solid. You know, yep. it's not just like a ghost that can, you know, walk in between walls. You know, right. he, he breaks things and touches yes. things. So basically, it's like he went invisible. We're expecting him to dissipate like a ghost and go away. But it's more like he just turned invisible, which is why he like smashed through the glass and knocked yeah. over a plant on yeah. his way out. And then the parents come in downstairs. Right. <laughs> oh, see, this is where the time lapse happens again. This time I was like, where the hell have they been? The little girl's been screaming this entire time. Yeah. Gunshots, you know, scream, scream, you know, clown smashes window, runs out door. Then the parents come in, right? you know, and they're like, what's going on? They must have been dead asleep or oh, like or, yep. four flights of stairs to like go down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. They just didn't yes. get there in time. Yes. So Sam and Dean are caught like Dean's holding the gun. Sam has the little girl. <laughs> you know, they're totally caught looking like they're going to 
kill or kidnap this little girl. Yes, it is not a good look for them. And they can't really <laughs> explain their way out of this one. Out they go. So the next thing we see is them ditching the minivan um, very carefully. They're making sure they've got their like sleeves over their hands so they don't leave prints in the uh-huh, car. Uh-huh. They take the license the plate license off. Plate. Uh, I don't think Dean is upset about ditching nope. the minivan. So now they're walking. And mm-hmm. I love their walk and talks. Anytime Supernatural <laughs> does walk and talk, I love it. Because you're not distracted by, you know, scenic. You're not, right. you know, and it's them. It's just there's, I feel like actors really can connect to their words when they're uh-huh. walking and talking. So they, they, in their walking and talking, they're like, okay, clearly this is not a spirit. And there's nothing in the journal about it either. Right. Their banter turns from, you know, the the clown and the journal to Ellen and dad. Right. Know? Because Sam is like, well, maybe I'll call Ellen, you know, and see if she has any idea. Yep. Um, and this is what I meant by like a female w- role model. Like now he has not only Bobby to like call for they information. Have somebody else like, to call. Yeah. Right. Right. This new yep. lady named Ellen. And, you know, they mentioned, it's like, isn't it weird that he never even really mentioned her? Like, what kind of relation do you think they had a thing? Yeah. You know, or maybe they had a falling out. Funny how dad <laughs> has it falling out with everybody in his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shared moment of yes. Yeah. Um, but then they go, but they kind of put it to bed, though. Gene's like, no, they never, they never hooked up. Right. You know? well, well, Dean is just kind of like not really engaging in this like chit chatty conversation that Sam is, mm-hmm. is ha- trying to have, you know, he's just yeah. kind of, you know, blah, 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 you know, word babbling a little bit. That's what Sam does. <laughs> yes. And, and Sam is just like, what, what's up with you? This the silent, but strong thing is like not fooling me. You right. are not dealing with dad's death. But Dean thinks Sam isn't dealing with it. Right. And he, and he pushes back. And he says some pretty harsh things. Sam decides to end the the, the argument is like, I'm going to go call Ash or Ellen or something like that. Yeah. And uh, Dean, as as Sam walks away from Dean, you can see Dean is like, I, I it, it kind of looked like he felt bad for what he said, but it also looked like he said it because he had to say it. Um, right. Because he was like calling out again, like Sam's sudden obedience to dad when mm-hmm. he had been like fighting against him every step of the way, like for their whole life. And, uh, and again, you can kind of see, though, the conflict in Dean that he's like, uh, I feel like he's still trying to protect Sam from whatever the, you know, the secret is, the burden is that he has. Obvi- and he feels bad, but you have to, in order to keep Sam down a certain path, he has yeah. to just keep kind of pushing at him because he could have kept yelling at him. I mean, in, in typical Winchester fashion, they could have kept arguing, right. but he lets Sam walk away. Right. Because oh, he, well, he also like, I think what he really stoked Sam's fire is when he was just like, it's too little too late if you're trying to make it up to dad now by, you know, yeah. all of a sudden trying to join the, the game, you know. Yep. Uh, it's too late. He's dead. And that's what kind of shut Sam down. Because yeah. I think, it's like, Sam was really the one who stopped arguing. You know, he just said, I'm going to go call Ellen. You know, visibly very upset by right. what right. Dean had just said to him. Yeah. So Sam comes back after speaking with Ellen she has an idea of what it is, which is a Rakshasa. Yes. A demon goblin from Hindu. Yes. Uh, from the Hindu religion. And what did it say? This is, I think this is what I, I looked up. Uh, so from Hindu mythology, they hunt 
haunt cemeteries, eat the flesh of men, and drink the milk of cows by magic, essentially man-eaters. Um, and they can't, but Supernatural does their supernatural spin on it, right? <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. Milk isn't obviously mentioned, um, but they are flesh eaters. And at that point, I was like, oh, because they didn't mention that the parents were eaten, just said that yeah. they were like torn, like torn apart. So I didn't, yeah. I wasn't even thinking that they were being eaten. No. So, so for when I did this research, I was like, oh, discovery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but supernatural, even their add to it is that they can't enter a house without being invited and yeah. they can turn themselves invisible or turn themselves into. Uh, well, the, the research that I read did say that they could shape shift um, oh, okay. at will. Um, I don't remember if they said anything about being invisible, but the supernatural thing was, yes, the can't come inside unless invited, which vampire, is very vampire-ish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the timeline, like whenever they say like it's like once every 31 years or so. Right. The article that I found said something like they have to, it's something to do with the moon. Um, oh. But it's definitely not a 31 years thing. It's, <laughs> okay. And you know what? I think supernatural has to do that. You know, to because they've done this a, at least one other time, maybe a couple other times too. And I think it was with Wendigo when they said like, oh, it's like every lunar eclipse or something like that or every 17 right. years. It gorges the, itself and then stores yes, the – Yes, uh, whereas the original lore of a Wendigo is just like, no, it, it just, just – it's a it glutton. Just it just it. keeps going and yeah. going and going. There has to be an – an end <laughs> right an end or like a mystery you know like oh this thing just all of a sudden showed up and we don't really know and what it is gone. you know it, yeah. yeah yeah well that's why i like i mean you mentioned you call it like the supernatural spin on things they did it with uh dead in the water uh they did it with wendigo um so i i like that i like seeing the, the twist that they put on uh urban legends or on you know the scarecrow same thing you know just to make it more relatable to us in our times mm -hmm. and oh i just forgot oh this totally just popped into my head i am but i really have to mention it going back to the little boy who's playing donkey kong in the uh fun house and the dad yeah. is trying to you know get the kid to engage in being afraid by of all these little mm. silly things yeah the first thing that you see uh that that kind of jumps out at the dad is uh like a monster and it pops on with yellow eyes like glowing yellow eyes mm. and I was like oh nice little you know little nod to, yeah. to yellow eyes oh um, fun but I told I was like I Valerie I just went right past it in my notes um <laughs> so anyway another little nod to supernatural nodding to themselves <laughs> right right so while they're discussing this rakshasa since it has been around for a long time you know they they think of like oh who who's the immortal person in this band of, of misfits. Yeah. Yeah. They think maybe it's Cooper, you know, particularly since the photo of his father looks Looked exactly so much like, like him. him. Yeah. Yeah. So then they go off to do research. Oh, and also Ellen says the way to kill a Rakshasa is with a brass blade. Yeah. That's a dagger also not in the research. Pure blast. Yeah. Uh, Bla blast. Blast. <laughs> Killed by a dagger of pure brass. Yes. So Dean goes off to try and find some brass blades 
he thinks he knows where he can get some. And Sam goes to snoop around in Cooper's office because a clue to a, the supernatural Rakshasa is that they sleep on a on a bed of, bed bugs. of bugs or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, uh, there's another another great line um, when before they split off to go uh-huh. get a blade and find the bugs. Uh, Sam says, before we go stabbing things into Cooper, we're going to have to make damn sure it's him. And Dean says, you're such a stickler for details, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> so off they go. <laughs> yes. To double yeah, that, check that. That, that was a cute moment. To, to <clears throat> double check that Cooper actually is this thing. Um, yes. And Dean goes looking for brass blades. So he, Dean goes off to the knife thrower guy because yeah. where else would you get blades? Sam breaks into cooper's place and cooper catches him you know as he's like trying to split open his mattress he's like what the hell are you doing here (laughs) while sam is being caught by cooper dean goes into blind guy's room his trailer whatever and it's just like well i've got blades i don't know if they're brass but you can check that trunk over there dean opens it up and sees the clown outfit like pretty much right on the top of it yeah (laughs) you This was this moment I loved because Dean, you know, turns and says you and you see the blind guy takes off his glasses, his blind man glasses. His eyes Mm -hmm. are completely clear, whereas Mm -hmm. in the first time we see him with his eyes, they're clouded like by cataracts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And this I loved. And he smiles. He does that clown smile. And you can Mm -hmm. clearly see that he is the clown even without the makeup, because it yeah. is the exact features. They also did a little CGI. Yeah, I was going to say, there was a lot of CGI where they really turned him, like, goblin-y. Yeah. Yes. Oh, His eyes definitely so changed cool. into something. Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. And it's, like, because they, like, furrowed his brow. And then yes. they, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, my God, CGI. It was, like, when it happened, you're like, ooh, because he first makes the, he starts the expression with his own face. Yeah. And CGI, like, accented everything he did. Yeah, it's just, like, exaggerated uh, yeah. everything just enough. Exactly. Made it. And then he clownish. does the little clown wave and then, whoosh, disappears. And Dean's like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. And all of a sudden so- he gets, like, Blades being thrown at him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So invisible killer clown guy is now throwing knives at Dean. He's like, okay, okay. And like, (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. Runs into Sam and's like, it's a, it's not Cooper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's the blind guy. Yes. And he was like, but you know, and he left there without getting any brass blades. (laughs) He's like, been that kind of a day is what Dean says. Sam has an idea, so then off they go into the fun house. As, like, pretty much right when they go in, they somehow get blocked off from each other. Yeah, they get separated by, like, a magic yeah. door. Sam tells Dean to go find the maze, you know, make your way through. Sam runs to the uh, calliope, to the pipe organ. Yes. And as it turns out, it, the pipes are brass. Made out of brass. Yeah, so he brass. starts to, like, try and pull one out of the organ. But he burns himself because the uh, pipe organ is is operated by steam. That's how you yeah. get that calliope sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this one. <laughs> they they can't they all, since they can't see him. Um, Dean, you know they're they're struggling, and Dean says, "Shouldn't we see his clothing walking around?" Which was yeah. another like nod to this the uh, the reality of supernatural and sci fi. You know, why oh. don't people fall through the floor when they're in between 
phases. Why does, why do his clothes go invisible? Shouldn't we (laughs) just see his clothes walking around? I thought that I was like, ha ha, it'll call out to the absurdity of, of fiction. Mm -hmm. And suddenly knives are thrown out of thin air and Dean is Mm -hmm. like pinned to the wall. His arms are pinned to the wall. He can't, he can't, uh, can't escape. Sam is still trying to break free a, a, a pipe from the pipe organ. Yeah. Um, uh, and but Dean is able to because he's got one arm pinned. He's still got one arm free. He's able to reach up and open full blast the steam pipe. Uh, that just yes. Luckily, the there room. was a steam valve right there near his right hand. There. <laughs> yeah. And which, by the way, the action that he did actually turned off the steam because. Oh. <laughs> he, he, but anyway, uh, so he quote opens the steam and it just floods the room because they couldn't see him. Um, yes. But now that steam is in the room, they can kind of see uh, him moving him, in the yeah. steam. Yeah, because yes. he is—he does have a body. He is corporal. And, uh, you know, look out, look out, Sam, behind you. You know, mm-hmm. and Sam turns and is able to stab him with the brass pipe. <laughs> and because it's hollow, like, all this blood shoots out of the yeah. pipe. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. And you see, you know, there's there's roaring and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know waving of you. You start to see the the creature in in the in the steam, and then it just dies. Yeah, just crumples. And I think you do just see his the pile of clothes on the ground, but not yes. him. Like right. any evidence of a body is not there. It's just clothes with a brass pipe sticking out, shoved through in it. And hooray! <laughs> Yeah, and then monster and then, killed. And monster killed, and then Dean shuts off the steam. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, phew. Let me let's make sure we you know safety first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then back, back at the, the roadhouse, road where the van is not there, they totally just ditched Bobby's van. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How did they get back to the roadhouse? I don't know. Oh. Movie magic. Um, but um, <laughs> but uh, so Ellen is being a little bit motherly. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. like I don't want to typecast women as being motherly or matronly. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, you know, your dad would have been proud of you. Yeah, which I think is a is a friendship thing to say. But she is being, you know, uh, nurturing in that moment. Yes, yes. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing to say that she was being motherly because she is a mother. You know, she has yeah. Joe, Joe, yeah, um, yeah. and they come from a hunting family, so. No, I don't think I understand what you're trying to say, but I I don't think of it as a negative thing that she was being okay motherly. Uh, and so Dean, Sam, and Joe are sitting at the bar, and they're just kind of not saying anything. <laughs> 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 and uh, and Sam looks over at Joe, and Joe just looks like stares at Sam. Mm-hmm. And Sam goes, "Oh, okay. I I gotta go." Over there, right now. Yes, <laughs> and he just gets Sam up and once, leaves. Like, once again shows his inability to like think on his feet, right? <laughs> or, or improv right. at all, right? Read the or read the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so clearly, Joe and Dean needed some time alone, and Sam was not picking up on that. So we have this like Dean and Joe moment of will mm-hmm. they, won't they? You know, mm-hmm. is there is there chemistry between them? Are they going to act upon it? And I think Dean thankfully kind of admits to his habitual horn dogness. Mm-hmm. You know, he says like any other time I would be hitting on you so fast, like your head would spin, which is true. Not, not this time. It, it's just not, that's not, not the right place. Here. Not the right time. 
Yeah. Enter Ash. Yes. <laughs> with this, like, like, device. Yeah, it's like uh, a crazy homemade laptop. Yeah. He's like, where you guys been? I, I said 51 <laughs> hours, you know, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> and who was it? Sam or Dean said, you know, we've been dealing, you know, on a case. You know, Yeah, we've been hunting. Clowns. And Ash is like, clowns? What the? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the? Dean, okay, no, we're not going to talk about clowns anymore. Yeah, Moving yeah, on. No. What yep. do you got? <laughs> yeah. So Ash puts his, uh, like, homemade device that, uh, on the bar top for Sam and Dean to look at. And he says, you know, this tracks signals, signs, omens. Uh, and anything like that pops up, this device will like pick it up and we'll know where things are happening. Yes. And Dean's like, cool. Can I, and he, Dean goes to like touch, <laughs> like put his hands on the mm-hmm. keyboard. And just before he makes contact, he looks up at Ash and Ash is like, what's up, man? <laughs> you don't go touching another man's, you know, omen detector. He doesn't say I that. Guess, I also it thought it was kind of just like, yeah, go ahead. I, I dare you I to dare try you. and maneuver this thing. <laughs> And they're like, all right, well, tell us, you know, give us a call when this device finds something. Yes. You know, we're going to we're going to go. And yes. Dean, like. I, I also so, want to say, like, Sam is, like, thoroughly impressed by by Ash here. The device. He's like, oh, my God. How did you learn all this? Oh, that, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Ash is like, and he's like, I, oh, was... I went to MIT. It's a school in Boston. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Sam's like, MIT? Not like uh, he's just incredulous that he was at MIT. Yeah. And, and Ash takes it as he doesn't know what MIT no, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, clearly a genius, except he got kicked out for fighting. Yes. So now they're back at the salvage yard. Dean has, it seems like he's made a lot of headway on this car. And yeah. who knows how much time right. has we passed. Don't, we don't know how much time has passed, no. yeah. Sam comes up to him and he basically confesses that Dean was right. She's like, yeah. no, I'm I'm not dealing with dad's death because the last moments that I had with him were angry. You know, I tried to pick a fight with him and yeah. he died thinking that I hated him probably. And I feel hell what guilty. He's like, I miss him. I feel guilty as hell. I'm not all right. Yeah. So in the beginning, Sam was like, Dean, you're not all right. And now uh-huh. it's Sam saying... I'm not all I'm right. I'm not all right. But you're not all right either. Right. So he, he gives it back to Dean mm-hmm. and walks away. Yes. And, and I felt this when, like, at the end of the first episode, uh, when Dad dies, I did think that it was, like, it was sad that, like, his last moments with Sam were not as touching as they were his last moments with Dean. You know, mm-hmm. like, he gave Dean this, like, whole speech. And I understand that, you know, him and Dean spent most of their lives together. You know, whereas Sam did have, like, a little bit of a an estrangement moment, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but it still was sad that, that John well, like didn't make more of his, an effort. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his big thing was he said, let's, ju- he said, let's not fight. You know, yeah. that was one of the last things he said is, let's not fight and go get me some caffeine. I mean, yeah. so how would Sam have known? I mean, that was just a little bury the hatchet for the moment. moment. It it was. And I'm sure if dad would have been like, I just want to tell you that I love you. Right. Yeah. Maybe Sam would have been like, Whoa, what's What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, That's not, but it was still, it was still sad. It was just like, Oh, Sam doesn't get this touching little heart to heart that, that Dean got to have. Um, And now he has to live with that. Uh, Sam's while Sam got the, short end of the stick here as far as closure with dad or Mm -hmm. emotions dean 
may have gotten the closure from dad, but he also got a burden. Yes. That that we don't know what it is, but something, yes. something dad said isn't sitting well with Dean. Right. And he has no, to deal sure. with it. And he's for clearly sure. not dealing with it. No. As evidenced um, by after Sam walks away, he picks up a crowbar, smashes a window of a neighboring car, and then just lays out on his trunk. His own, tr- uh, I mean, hood, the hood of his car, of the Impala, just yeah, smashes just the it. hell out of it. Yep. And I mean, just like imagine, you know, those moments where you wish you could, you know, react violently emotionally to something. And he does. He picks up that crowbar and he just hammers, hammers mm-hmm. over and over and over until he's just exhausted. Yeah. And can't, can't do it anymore. And the shock initially is, oh, my God, he just hit the Impala. But then he keeps hitting the Impala. So yeah. the shock is gone that he just uh-huh. hit the Impala. Now it's like, what is happening? Yeah. What is happening? And my question for myself was, because we've mentioned that, you know, Dean equals the Impala, you know, at least for, you know, Sam, you know, we have mm-hmm. to fix the Impala. Can't give up yeah, on the yeah. Impala. Is this Dean subconsciously, you know, beating up on himself? Is he also, or is he like, so is he beating up on dad? You know, right. because dad gave him the Impala mm-hmm. and now he's so, I mean, it doesn't have to be either of those two things. Right. It could just be frustration. But the fact that it is the Impala, uh-huh. I'm like, there is, uh, I, I, I don't, and I even wrote, I said, I can't describe how I felt in this moment right. because I want to try, I want to make sense of it, but I can't, mm-hmm. you know, Dean is, he's such an enigma. It's like, what is he feeling? Is yeah. he mad at Sam? Is he mad at himself? Is he mad at dad? Is he just mad mm-hmm. at the universe? Is, he's clearly not mad at the car, but. Yes. And this was one of those moments that I remember, like it really sticks out to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't really remember that it was this episode specifically, but that's just like one of those, you know, from, from the timeline of, or history of the show. I remember yeah. this moment of Dean like beating up on his car after he fixed it up, you know, um, because there's just, there's a few times in the 15 seasons that he fixes up the car. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But no, you're right because he could have easily had just kept on beating on the neighboring car, and it, they made right. a point to say to to shoot it this way or to give it to him yeah. this way. It's just like first he breaks the window of that car. That didn't and do then it. Then goes to the Impala. There in this in these moments, there's no horn dog. There's no swagger. There's no like weapons for him to be, you know, killing or, or hunting something mm-hmm. with. And there's no smart alecness. There's no smart remarks. There's just, there's no, uh, I mean, it's Dean, but it's not the Dean we know. I mean, Sam broke him. Yeah. And he just had to let it all out. He, whatever yeah. he's been holding in, he had to let out by beating out, beating it out on the, uh, that sounds bad. By beating. <laughs> phrasing. The, I know, phrasing. <laughs> I, I loved the acting in this episode. Yes, the drama of, you know, the ups and downs of the brothers, you know, the mm-hmm. emotions there, you know, brings you along with it. But these these little moments that that Jensen's been able to show us, I was just like, yes, more. I want I want more. Not of those mm-hmm. moments, just of of that character. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I also thought that, uh, you know, the first time we see the boys at the funeral pyre, 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the episode starts with them with this unknown emotions, you yeah. know, no answers. And then at mm-hmm. the end of the episode, even given that they've been working together again on a case, doing the thing, solving the, yeah, case, yeah. the whatever, they're left in the exact same place. So they went through all of this. They brought us along and there's no answer. There's no resolution. No. Still. However, I was shocked and also a little disappointed that there were no references to either it or killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> I was totally expecting these things. Like once the like the yeah the, the, the initial red teaser, you know, it's just like yeah. oh, it's a clown that's you know obviously evil. Right. That there was gonna be like rife with with little hints of things around. Right. Nothing. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, episode commentary. Um, Make sure to follow us, please, on all of the things. We have Instagram and Facebook, which is at Salt and Burn This Pod, and Twitter, at Salt and Burn This. We're available on pretty much every podcast <laughs> network platform. Um, share us with your friends and family. Rate us if that's available on that platform. For sure, Apple Podcasts and a couple others. Um, we would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Yes, please, and thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to quote Christy Haney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we will see you next week for Bloodlust. Ooh, a Bloodlust? Okay, they're getting good mm. with the titles. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, we'll <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.